2: To the Ryan Kelly morning after
3: KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis.
1: Listen up, y'all. This is a song for the Cardinals.
0: It's playoff time. October's here. It's time to gear up and get ready. Let's hear you cheer, Cardinals baseball. Happy Fly, Fred Bird, retired numbers and players, Bush Stadium, the Arch, Clydesdales, and the Rally Swirl. Game six, takes walk golf, off victory. Fireworks. fireworks, championship parade, do
2: the wave, wave. do the wave. Right there, I felt like something went wrong with the guitar that could have added that. Yeah. it you hit the transition great. Right, it's a live album. Yeah, this might be in front of an audience. Uh, it is the Ryan Kelly morning after. Welcome to our 9 o'clock hour. Every Tuesday, we get a chance to talk it over with uh, the great John Denton uh, of MLB.com, and he is uh, with us right now. John, good morning. Welcome the Cardinals' Problems.
4: Damn, that song might go down as the highlight of my day so far. Cut <laughs> that <laughs> off. That is a wonderful yes. little
2: song. Yeah. Uh, maybe at some point in August when you're watching uh, the Memphis Cardinals uh, take the field you can write a feature story on <laughs> on acoustic sessions in their wonderful catalog of uh, music in the meantime you wrote about Wilson Contreras this morning uh, had a, uh, a listener uh, who uh, pulled up this fun fact for no and tell since uh, Contreras was removed from the catching spot, and uh, had his week uh, to learn the position and then get the job back, you wrote about uh, his confidence levels and his recent statistics. And this listener sent this in. Uh, He is hitting 134 uh, between May 6th and last night's game. And May 6th was the day it all started. And he is an OPS of 531. Uh, And that speaks to the confidence that you wrote about this morning, and it sounded like uh, he kind of opened up uh, with regards to where his head is at and how it's contributing to what has been uh, a, not only an, an uncharacteristic year, but uh, a year that is really having an impact not just on him, but on the Cardinals because uh, of the the nature of his spot being the big free agent acquisition and the fact that he continues to hit fifth. Yeah, yeah, you
4: know, tell. Uh, the, He came to the Cardinals because he wanted to be a part of this culture. He wanted to be a part of a franchise that won, a franchise that did things the right way. And you know, when when I was talking to him, he was almost near tears. Uh, He he sounded like a broken man. He sounded like somebody whose confidence is just like totally gone. Um, He, you know, it's not like he doesn't think he can get it back, but you know, he's questioning himself now. He says he's never gone through anything like this in his career. Um, you know, he, he said at one point it feels like the baseball gods are trying to send him a message. So, you know, it was it was kind of all over the place, and you know, almost felt bad for him because, like I said, he was almost near tears. Uh, said he said he'd never been through anything like this throughout his uh, MLB career. So, uh, he, he's definitely questioning himself right now, and you just wonder how much of this is related to you know having his position taken away uh, back on May 6th, like you said. The Cardinals must
0: employ some kind of sports psychologist, don't they? At some point to help yeah. players through mental yeah. problems like that.
4: Mm-hmm. They do have a sports psychologist. They have someone who travels with them on the road, and you know, I wouldn't wouldn't be shocked if he's not working with that guy. And uh, you know, he, like he said right now, he's he's a guy who's searching for answers. He's uh, trying to figure out what's going on with the team. Uh, trying to figure out what's going on with himself. He just he can't believe that this is going on because. He wanted to leave the Cubs to kind of get away from a, a rocky situation and join a, join a franchise that's known for winning, that's known for doing things the right way. So he, he's at a loss in, in a lot of different ways right now.
0: And it's a tough spot for the manager or the GM. If you do bench him, that's not going to help his confidence. If you do play him, you wonder when's he going to, if ever, snap out of it. So what, what do you think the Cardinals ought to do in, in that regard? Well, If you were Ollie Marmal, how would you handle it?
4: Yeah, you know, a lot of people have mentioned moving him out of the five hole, and maybe that's something that can you can do. Maybe you can move him up. Maybe you could put him in the two hole. Maybe you could put him down at, at seven or eight. Maybe that takes some of the pressure off of him and, and gets him going. Uh, you know, a, a lot of what's going on with him is just bad luck. Like he hit a ball 112 miles an hour last night, first, first at bat, and he hit it right to the second baseman, you know. So he's hitting balls hard. His exit velocity is among the tops in the league. He's in that, that higher percentile, but he's hitting the ball right at people. He's hitting in bad luck. He's, you know, it, It's all kind of just broken his spirit right now.
0: Yeah, it looks like the whole team's got a broken spirit, the way they play some nights. You, you get that sense that they're just not having any fun right now? It, it kind of looks like it.
4: Yeah, well, we all know losing is not fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, A lot of people point, say, chemistry and culture and all this. Well, you have good chemistry and good culture when you're winning. It's one of those chicken and egg things. Do you win because you have good chemistry, or do you have good chemistry because you win? And you know, when, when teams are losing, they they look bad like this. They look lifeless like this. Uh, but you know what cures that is going out and hitting the ball with runners in scoring position and driving in people. Like you know, the Nolan Arenado at bat last night was was you know you you just you got to get that run in somehow, some way with one out. You can't pop up on the infield and. You know, I know Nolan's trying to not hit a ground ball there, but you've got to get that ball into the outfield somehow and try to get that run in.
2: Uh, one of the things that uh, we talked about when you were with us last Tuesday, John, and certainly is is a, is a talking point amongst many Cardinal fans. I think at this point is is Ali Marmol in a spot where he could be. Uh, fired. And uh, CBS Sports had an article yesterday talking about the five managers who are most at risk of losing their job. They have Buck Showalter, number one, and then put Marmol second. John Mazalek last week, I, I don't like the phrase vote of confidence, but I don't really know what else to call it. He spoke and in, 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 in kind of absolved Marmol for the, the team's problems. Um, you're, you're there. You have conversations that are away from uh, you know, microphones to get an idea of the sense of the situation. So my first question will be revisiting what we discussed last Tuesday when you were on with us and even last Thursday when you were on with me on 101 about Marmol's security. And then secondarily, and this is one that I'm really curious on, what is the vibe around the team and any understanding you may have of the players uh, and the relationship uh, and, and their feelings on Ali Marmol. So, uh, Doug, a two-part question. Nice two-parter. Thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Ali Marmol is the, is the reason for this. I don't think he should be fired for this. Um, but at some point, you know, those of us who have been around pro sports long enough, and, and Ali even knows this, at some point, if you don't win, everybody's job will be called into question. Everybody will have to pay if you don't win eventually. That's just how it works in pro sports. Um, you know, Ali can't hit the ball with runners in scoring position. Ali can't not walk the leadoff man the way Jordan Hicks has done seven times this season. Uh, that, that's not his fault. But eventually, if some things don't change, the manager will take the blame for it. The president of baseball operations, the GM, will take the blame for it. That's just the way pro sports work. And I understand this, this bloodlust to fire the manager, fire the GM. That that doesn't change anything. If you do that, you still have the same people, you know, not hitting the ball with runners in scoring position, the same people not playing defense. So, I think the relationship is strong with the manager and the players. I think this team has confidence in him. Have there been some weird decisions made this season with personnel? No doubt about it. But, you know, like I said, I don't think the manager is the problem in this situation. Like, you know, there's just too many issues with this team that's going on to point it at one guy. You can't point it at one player and you can't point it at one one manager and think that would cure anything and everything. But then again, I'm not trying to straddle a fence here, but then again, if you don't win, eventually the manager right. will will, take, will pay for this.
2: That's that's. I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. I don't know how many people would really go, yeah, once they get rid of Mall, then it's going to solve the problem. It's just one of those things that happens in sports, and oftentimes I don't think it's right. I know you covered the Orlando magic for part of your career and you know Mike Malone of the Nuggets probably acknowledge actually last night that he many organizations would have fired him after his, his third year and there he is in what Jackson is eighth season am I right in Denver yeah, seventh uh, or eighth seventh yeah. or eighth uh, only Pat Riley I saw Scott Van Pelt talking about it last night had a longer run with a franchise before winning a championship it's just not yeah. common for teams to get that much latitude uh, to win a championship, and when you're having these kinds of underperformance uh, situations that the Cardinals are having, and the Mets for that matter, that puts guys in in the spotlight. Showalter, unlike Marmol, however, has a track record. Marmol does not, and so it is one of those spots, John, where you go, okay, do they just do it just to do it, just to try to figure out and throw a Hail Mary really at this point and then go that go that direction. Is it something that that, that you're monitoring as is somebody who covers this team or or do you feel like what Mizalok said last week kind of takes that off the table, at least for the short term?
4: Yeah, I just I, I don't think Moe is ready to pull that trigger, you know if, yeah. if you do that, then then guess who's left? Who, who's the only guy left to blame? If 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 you if you whack the manager, then all of a sudden and nothing nothing changes, then guess who everybody's coming for. Uh, you know, I I think Mo understands that and he knows this is not all Holly's fault and you know, he, he knows that there's been a it's a moving target, like it's something different every night with this team. It's you know, they're seven and sixteen in one run games. Uh, they they're just they're finding ways to lose every night and you know, Adam Wainwright said the other night, he said the only thing that's consistent is the their ability to find a way to lose every night. So like I said, I, I don't put that all on the manager. I don't think changing the manager would would suddenly change things with this team. But eventually, you know, if things don't change, something will have to happen. The thing that drives me
0: crazy is watching, it, it seems almost night after night, a starting pitcher pitching really well, maybe giving up one run, maybe two, and after five or six innings, even if he's only made 80, 85 pitches, they still take him out and bring in three or four relievers, and sooner or later, one of the relievers doesn't have it, and it seems like they've lost an awful lot of games that way this year. Does it just have to be that way now in the analytic era? You just have to take the starting pitcher out, regardless of how well he's doing.
4: Yeah, well, you know, some of that last night, where you were looking at how the uh, you know the Giants were taking better and better at bats more times than they were going through that lineup. I mean, Libertor only gave up two runs, but he had to pitch around eight hits. He had to pitch around two walks and. You know, I think that guys they were to the point where, okay, he's got the lead. Let's go with somebody fresh. You don't want him going a fourth time through the lineup. Uh, I can totally get it. I understand it. And, and Libertor said, hey, I had plenty left. I could have gone another inning. Uh, but, you know, uh, he, 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 he doesn't make the decision. So Libertor was at 86 pitches. He easily could have pitched another inning. But, uh, you know, I, I think last night that was the right decision. Uh, you know there were there there have been times this season where I think the starter should have stayed in. There were a couple times where I think Jordan Montgomery should have stayed in that game. And you know another consideration is you're shorthanded in the bullpen now that you don't have Ryan Helsley. Maybe you leave him in, but you know actually at the at the time last night I thought they were smart to get Libertor out when they did. Uh, again, there there are times early in the season when I think they should have left the starter in, but I, I really think last night was the right decision. It just didn't work out.
2: Yeah. John Denton with us here every Tuesday on TMA. John, appreciate the time as always, sir. Thank you so much. We'll talk again on Thursday on 101 ESPN. Sounds great, Tim. Take care. Thank you. That's John Denton, MLB.com with us here on the Ryan Kelly morning after your thoughts on what he had to say. 314-881-TMA5. That's 314-881-TMA5. That is the EDF group text inbox. We'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming your way in a matter of moments. If you are feeling sluggish or feeling tired, just not feeling like yourself, those can be symptoms of low testosterone. And Mantality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Just go to lowtusa.com. It doesn't matter what age you are, low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. And mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with mentality. Just go to lowtusa.com. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels. It's lowtusa.com, and that is mentality you want to look good for your golf this year want to feel good for your golf this summer Holderness and Born is the place to go Iggy can attest that when it comes to fashion finding clothes that fit properly can make or break the outfit but when you want to not only look good in all types of weather conditions and swing a golf club comfortably fit is even more essential Holderness and Born has absolutely nailed the fit because their approach is tailored but not tight even for those who wear a bigger size. The fit loosens as you get towards large, extra large, and on up while maintaining the sharp look you can pick out from across the driving range. Holderness and born polos have a more polished look than other golf polos because the sleeves won't hang past your elbows and there's not a bunch of fabric crowded around the shoulder so you can swing free and easy all summer long. Enjoy 15% off at hbgolf.com with the code TMA15 and check out their new spring styles and colors. Again, go to hbgolf.com and apply the code TMA15 for 15% off your next order and feel the difference in their premium golf apparel. Holderness and Born, classic style with modern fit and performance. Go to hbgolf.com and enter the promo code tma to get Holderness and Bourne. You will see a lot of Holderness and Born at the U.S. Open coming up this week. And if you want to look good and you want to play good, then I would like to recommend Celebrity Greens and Clubhouse Turf online at clubhouseturf.com. You can hit the ball far, but if you can't get the ball in the hole, you're not going to score well, and that is the name of the game. Tour players get up and down about 67% of the time. Scratch golfers get up and down about half the time. How often do you get up and down Doug? How often do you get up and down? From how far out? Well, let's say you're just off the green. Oh, you've got about a 15-yard chip. Are you going to get that up and down in the hole how many times? Oh, 10 times you're going to do it. Uh once probably. So 10%. <laughs> mhm. That's yeah. Victor Hovland's number. That's yeah, Victor that's Hovland's my number. number around the green. Yeah uh so if you had the ability to put a short game area in your backyard a putting green uh well now all of a sudden you can go out and practice chips pitches maybe even bunker shots anytime you want year round each clubhouse turf signature greens unique in design whether creating a replica hole like the 12th at Augusta, or the second at bell reeve clubhouse turf can create your own backyard golf experience that your family and friends will enjoy for years to come. Call Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner Celebrity Greens, Golf Digest, Best in Golf, and start improving your game today. The number is 314-834-2339. That's 314-834-2339. Or just go online at clubhouseturf.com and let them know that I sent you their way. It's clubhouseturf.com. Uh, we are going to welcome into the studio, ladies and gentlemen, an all-time favorite. Tom from Salt and Smoke. Oh, that'd be and fantastic. we'll be at Salt and Smoke at Ballpark Village tomorrow. And the door opens. Doug, this is like There's a late checks. night variety oh, program. He right oh. Oh, hey. oh, hey.
0: Oh, hey. What a, what a treat this is. <clears throat>
2: What's up, buddy? How are you guys? You look so good, oh, Tom. You do. You guys look great. Which, studio, one, which no. one of us is the hottest, though?
3: Please don't. Tom. Oh, boy. Oh, oh,
1: hey, you're like a thin, thin man. You're like a thin man. Kind of a size queen. Yeah,
3: yeah.
5: he could throw me around. and He could feel like a dominant bear. I like that. Oh, that's right. congratulations. You're opening up another
2: location. We're opening up another location. How, How many is this?
1: So uh, it will be seven.
2: Really? Yeah. My yeah. God. And when yeah. did the first one open? The original on Delmar? Uh, had a decade?
1: <laughs> it opened nine years ago today. Ah! To, now that I think of it, that's I would have so missed that. Had wow. Asked that question. wow. June 13th. 2014. How about that? Yeah. I
3: was talking the other day that uh, the first time we met, before you opened Solid Smoke, you had those two other places. Franco used and to Nico. Come, yeah, you used to come into the uh, the woman. In
2: yeah. You, Houston, I, and that was what you said was huge for your business. It was great. Right, oh, after I remember <laughs> So, Iggy called
1: me. I, I I don't think we had met, but you did that thing where like, hey, it's Iggy from the show, you know. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I know you. And you uh, said, I want to have you on uh, for this woman show. Uh, to show off your sweetbreads because you have the best sweetbreads yeah. in town, and I was just like, "Oh wow, this is great!" You know, and I, I just I was like, "Yeah, sure, this is great. I would yeah. love to come on." And uh, I think you had me on at seven Oh, which come which meant on, that Iggy. I got up at five a.m. to oh, make no. sweetbreads. From scratch <laughs> even at even my later house. than that, I put
3: you on with the, the, Dawn, the Dawn, Dawn whatever her name Mettles. was, yeah. Dawn Meadows Dixon at nine o'clock. So yeah,
1: and uh, well, in, anyway, maybe it was seven. I got up, but that was early back then and uh, I got there and they were both vegetarians and they were freaked out by sweetbreads they were like we're not touching this oh no <laughs> no way I'm like yeah, alright
0: vegetarian <laughs> can't eat bread
1: sweetbreads are thymus gland uh, of a veal calf but the, it's oh, a really yeah it's a anyway we're well, going I did it down for, a deep
3: bread hole The woman. I did it for yeah. me I just wanted the sweetbreads yeah. just like oh I know I'd have, I'd have chef <laughs> i have chef come in and they would uh, today we're talking about our summer salads and I'm over there with a rack of lamb Where's our lamb? You get the summer salad. Don't worry about what I got over here. Oh, Uh, Yeah, you were kind enough to bring in the sweet breads, and uh, then you launched Salt and Smoke thanks to the
1: uh, woman.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. you it always was. say if it weren't for Dan Marshall's <laughs> yeah. business idea, you would probably be out of the industry.
1: I would probably be delivering mail or selling insurance or something. <laughs> oh. yeah. Kind of like him. So
0: you got seven restaurants. Is there a goal? How many you want to have ultimately? Or
2: no, gonna I don't Going to go know. nationwide at some point? Yeah, you going nationwide, coast that's, to coast? Yeah, we're going to announce it today no, on the show live. Right. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> biggest spot you can do is a closet in <laughs> an HD two studio. <laughs> Are no, you we're close just, to Yeah, you know, uh, one
1: step at a time. Having fun. <laughs> yeah. Are you close to uh,
3: is your place close to West County Lanes on Manchester?
1: Uh, we're at we're gonna be at Clayton and Clarkson. So, pretty far okay. away from there. Yeah, that is kind of far away. Yeah. That's a great location. Did you try
2: to get close to West County Lanes when you were scouting it out? Yeah. I, uh... No property available. Yeah,
0: it's
1: just They're building high
2: condos. district
0: for us. Right. Just what I use yeah, for landmarks. landmark. the of West County. <laughs> you want to be around a bowling alley if you're going to sell.
3: Well, I'm just this. using it as a landmark. That's I know where West County Lanes is in Ellisville. Is that so where kinda... Lifetime
0: Fitness is? Is that Clayton and Clarkson?
1: Um, I think there is one close to there. Yeah. 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 I'm like... not very aware of my surroundings, though. So, when, uh, you know... My maps take me there, yeah. and they take me away from
0: there. <laughs> well, I can see how you Don't can open a new go. store and not know where it is. <laughs> oh, now Doug's mad. Now you've Gosh. upset
5: Doug. You know, Tom, I, my boy <laughs> D-Dub came in like down the other day, went to Del Mar Salt and Smoke, and ha- I, I made him get the bologna, no, and he said it was the best thing he's ever had. Wow. Well, I, I'm trying to lure people onto the menu items. You know, everybody knows about the brisket, the ribbies, all the sides. But that bologna don't play. It, yeah, it's
1: a sleeper. It's a yeah. sleeper hit. For was sure. that was that one of your ideas?
5: Is was that one of uh, your cohorts, Haley?
2: Uh, that...
1: I think it was Haley's idea. Yeah, 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 yeah it was Haley's idea. Wow. Uh, the best. Instead of doing like sausage links, we've made we make Just bologna it. from scratch and then smoke that. Ah, Plowhawks it. always talking about it. that bologna,
2: Tom. I can tell what you. What
0: exactly that. is in baloney? Is
1: it a thymus
0: gland again? No, no.
1: <laughs> no, it's pork primarily with a little beef fat. Is and that then we right? Do fried, uh, uh, we do fried. We do. Pickled jalapenos and cheddar cheese in it as yes. well.
5: Oh, It just yeah. is unreal. I had to give you a shout-out because he was weary about it. He doesn't really like, you know, the D-Dub was play. weary,
0: Doug. I guess, yeah. We, he we loved it, D- though. D-Dub in the bowling community. I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom, uh, we were going to be at the Ballpark Village location, and we were talking off-air when you were in uh, a few weeks ago that the Ballpark Village location has been incredibly successful for you guys and yep. part of that's uh the lunch crowd so some people might think oh downtown how's that going but it has been great for you
1: it's wonderful it's our busiest store weekend week out how about in that january november the cardinals in in town out of town really? um yeah it's really it, it's just a thriving part of downtown and, and we're thrilled to be a part of it
2: God bless America. Yeah, That's outstanding. Great. The lunch location is uh, killing it, so people are yeah. coming in for lunch.
1: Yeah, there's uh, people have returned to offices <laughs> yeah. and they need places to eat, and yeah. yeah, it's busy all the time, or conventions are in town, or big sports tournaments and things like that, and... Yeah, there, there's activity. It's God bless great. America. You know, guys, we'll see it firsthand tomorrow. Well, we will be, yeah, we'll be there right from
2: uh, 7 to 10. We welcome the audience to come on by for TMA Day at the ballpark, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. at salt and smoke Ballpark Village. And then we'll head on over to the game at, uh, at 12.15. Let me go macro on you here. Do you mind if I go macro? Uh, no, I don't. I don't mind.
1: Are we zooming out, we're, uh, Doug? Yeah. We're yeah. zooming out. Yeah, the view from thirty thousand feet. You've been out. in the restaurant
2: industry your entire career. You cited the the previous properties you had. You got the sweetbreads for Iggy and the big appearance on Don Meadow Dixon's yeah. show.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. really launched <laughs> the Watch. career. Right.
3: right.
2: Thank you again, Iggy. Why do you think? Because you would know, I bet, I'm certain you know. Why do you think Salt and Smoke has worked so well? When you mention in St. Louis, people immediately like, "Oh my God, I'm so excited! if Salt and Smoke is coming to my neighborhood." Why do you think it is taken?
1: Uh, well, I, I think we try to keep it pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, and our backbone is really hospitality. We really care about our staff, and I think that really translates to how they treat their yeah, guests. Yeah, you do
2: have a great staff at every location. That's true. I'm really said...
1: fortunate to build a team around us that like we believe in and, and know they're going out and supporting yeah. our values and our culture every day um and then we tried to create the most hospitable accessible kind of relatable warm hug of a restaurant that we could like you know warm like hug of a restaurant of the the rest. whole like a tom petty album it's all greatest hits they're they're all singles you know mm-hmm. and then uh uh and then we really focus on just trying to keep the quality high so you know it uh it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, and we we try to be really intentional it's, about
0: it. It's not easy to find employees these days, is it? How do, how do you do such a good job of getting people that you can trust?
1: Uh, we have a great team um, that works really hard to recruit great people and and bring them on and and train them the right way. We have, I think it's four hundred and eighty-five employees. Wow! Oh. Yesterday. Wow! 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 Yeah. So, um, we don't have any staffing like issues right now, which is great. I think it's well, that's a, a compliment custom, uh, to
2: the. Yeah. The, the mothership, then. People and the baloney And the probably the baloney Thank you,
1: yeah. Doc. The yeah, the employee discount on that is really... <laughs> it's actually it's tanking the financials. But, you so know, it's, it's Don Meadows, Dixon cabrera.
2: Show, and the baloney that has yeah. made this possible. That's right. That's right.
1: You guys got... Forget everything else yeah. that's right. Right. I Right. Whatever works, I guess. That, that's, yeah. yeah. Total
2: nonsense. Uh, Where's our food? <laughs> it
1: is good. And your food is great.
2: Uh, oh, tomorrow, yeah. What do we yeah. got on the parking so, like, situation? I don't want you to
1: get freaked out, okay, you get there.
2: Jesse sent special... us a text to let us know about things. Yeah. So, what do we got here?
1: You, when you get there, park in the regular lots, and then I have special stickers for your little.
0: For the, the regular little... lots being which what? lots?
1: The ballpark village lots. Ballpark village lots. And so we'll have okay. parking. It. It's serious stuff, but I got you guys covered. Oh, so you got to bring the, the little ticket with oh, you. Oh, we'll no. To bring the ticket, in, Doug. And then we'll put a sticker on it. That's okay. going to be cute. I was
5: actually concerned about that, so when I got that text from the great Jesse Kiowski, I was super happy. I didn't know you were involved mm. with that, so we are very appreciative of that.
1: That's uh, Parking is mainly what I focus on these days, just kind of. Boutique parking needs.
5: Boutique
2: parking <laughs> yeah. needs
1: and baloney. <laughs> and baloney. Those are good yeah. two. It's a life. I don't it's know if you
2: I don't know if you're taking questions, Tom, if not, Doug will answer on your behalf. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I sure. have seen Tom walking around Lafayette Square Park, but I'm too shy to say hi. But I go behind some shrubs and finger myself <laughs> to completion while my dog what? cucks me because he gets so randy. Ah. Doug, that's from the Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer. So you are a celebrity in the Lafayette. Area. And, yeah, and, and I don't.
1: It, it, does he? Is he the guy that's on the east or the west side of the park? You know, he he's on the east side. <laughs> there's, so there's several of the one. guys
2: doing this thing. Yeah, there's a lot of there's these. One guys. One on every side of the park. That's <laughs> yeah, what it sounds
1: like. it Depends on the day. Yeah, at least two though. Do
0: you have night. one of those big old houses down there?
1: It's old. Yeah, it's real. God, it's old, yeah. 1875. God, it's is that old. Right? Old. Yeah. yeah. How about that? It's a nightmare, but we love it. You know, like kids. They're nightmares. When you say
2: nightmare, we mean upkeep and the fun with the. That's Air right.
1: conditioning. <laughs> we, uh, well, we were putting an addition on a year ago uh-huh. and uh the whole wall above it collapsed. No, because, that's fun. And there was no mortar on any of the bricks because all of the mortar in 150 years had turned to complete dust. Oh, right, so, God. Special so just, special challenges. You need so some tuck it. pointing. Yeah, we got it tuck pointed. Sure. Yeah. yeah it was, anyway, they're fun.
0: Uh, yeah, I bet. I've never gone in one of those houses. I always uh, wanted. To, that's very where the, high ceilings. That's know, where the makes big money legal. lived in St. Louis back then, wasn't it? In 18, late 1800s. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. yeah. Our street had like two governors live on it. And
5: a oh, is that right? House. Oh, yeah. is that? Yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, no.
1: And then like a tornado went through and ripped out half of Lafayette Square, totally destroyed the neighborhood, and that's when they built like the big neighborhoods in um, Central West End and Compton Heights. Is that as right? People moved out, uh. and then it turned into like really bad situation, like. Uh our house was like a boarding house. There were three cat houses on our block from like the twenties to the seventies. Oh, right. not like for cats, but for female workers. Yeah. yeah. For no, a second I was like,
5: back. Back. <laughs> it's just really Compton c- Heights is Madison's favorite area in St. Louis. It's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. It's so
2: cool. Uh, Do you ever run into ghosts?
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> is it haunted? Our next door neighbor has a ghost. Really? really? His name is Tom, and it causes a lot of issues when their kids are like Tom was in my room last night. And they're like, oh, yeah, what did Tom look like? Oh, no. And like, oh, he's, he was naked, and he was blue. Was that you again on.
0: walking around? <laughs> How do they know his and name?
1: This was before we knew each other very well. I don't know. The ghost name is Tom. And so they're like, oh, God, what are we going to do? Like, it sounds like they're very, com- <laughs>
2: they're very comfortable with it and the fact that the, you share a name with a neighbor.
1: We've, yeah, we've, we've worked through a lot of stuff. We've gotten there comfortable.
2: Did any of your mortar uh, or brickless uh, or bricks just fall on their home? or Luckily, is that... it was
1: on the other side. It was side. on the other side. Yeah. The neighbor yeah. without the ghost mm. named Tom. Right. That's right. That's right. They were fine. <laughs> well, and you believe that that's true? They, they're have you firm, seen the firm ghost? believers? I have not seen
2: the ghost. You don't have any hauntings in your home?
1: Uh, Nothing, nothing as specific as Tom next door. But <laughs> there have been a lot of sightings of Tom for many years.
2: Really? In that yeah. home or like in the area?
1: In that home. Even crazier stuff where like So that stuff was going on, and then our neighbor went to, uh, like, a ladies' wine night or whatever, and one of the neighbors who she hadn't met walked up to her and said, do you ever feel Tom's presence in that house? And she's like, oh, my God, why, like, why are you asking, like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you bought the house from Peggy or whatever, but her husband was Tom, and he died 15 years ago, but he worked on that house, like, Non-stop, and so a random lady after the ghost sighting came up and asked if she felt the presence of Tom. I, I, I like, I think it might be legit. Wow. Yeah. So
0: this yeah.
1: was There's not that
0: long that ago. Too. Tom, Tom is rather recent.
1: Tom probably passed away 25 years ago.
0: Yeah, so not that. Yeah. not that long ago.
2: Yeah, he's a. And the kids are the comfortable ghost. that Tom just like shows up, apparently nude and is blue. No, sometimes things.
1: they like freak out and cry and I would think say like, oh, he's there watching me and stuff like that. There have been a lot of sightings of Tom.
0: Really? Wow.
1: Yeah. And I don't really go in for this stuff. I, I think every yeah. crackpot says that when they're like, oh, ghost stories or whatever. Um, but, I, yeah, I think I might believe in this one.
2: Wow. Doug, I guess we should do a remote
0: from... Gosh, I know. From I've heard weird noises in my house many, many times that I've not been able to explain, but it's a newer house and never seen anything, just... I've
2: heard things. It might be a listener sneaking, sneaking in. in and that could, that could, could be someone trying to break in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's be. probably the hipster of Tower Grove South. Yeah, that's what I would guess on it. Yeah. Well, we are uh, looking forward to being at your fine, fine establishment. We invite our audience to join us uh, tomorrow, Iggy. Any uh, requests you'd like? Uh, Tom to get up, not the ghost, but Tom next to you, get up early and uh, and make for tomorrow.
3: No. This whole menu is great. Just uh, wonderful. as long as there's some deviled eggs, we be good.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, we'll work on deviled it. eggs, Let's see what we can pull off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great deviled eggs, uh, Tom. Always wonderful to see you. Thank thanks you so for much Man, me We're well, looking forward for to being be in, in tomorrow. Tom. Tom. The great Tom Schmidt from Salt oh, and you. Smoke. Thank there you. he thank
5: is, the, the, and King. And the
2: Bologna King of St. Louis, known yeah, the yeah. Bologna King. He's got seven locations now.
0: Wow, in only nine years, and they're so happy for
2: him. He's one of my favorite people. In he, the world, actually. Yeah.
0: He could turn into the next Colonel Sanders. That could be him. You know, he and have one on every studio. corner all over the country.
3: All after coming on the woman.
0: And that was it. You're taking credit for this? Yeah, just
3: a few months after that, started Salt and Smoke. Uh,
2: how about this? Uh, this is from Plowsy's Dog Guy. My daughter has worked for Salt and Smoke for three years and loves it, aside from great food. They treat their peeps right. Darren is right about the baloney, but if you haven't had them rib tips, there is a giant hole in your life that's from Ugh. Palsy's dog.
5: Ooh, I don't know if I have. And, a yes, I do love Kyle, my dog dad. Um, yeah, it, what Tom does is just wonderful because every location has – every area has a cool location in it too. Like you go to the Del Mar one, you know, you got Blueberry Hill and that whole loop area. Now you have <clears> downtown, you got the stadium right there. Um, It's wild. I, I, I love it. And it's amazing that 2014 I was on this show. And the fact that my tenure on this show, Tom, had gone from one to seven, yeah. and it just—it's mm-hmm. wild. And
2: keep in mind, did did so during you know the pandemic, which ended a lot of restaurants. And what a compliment it is to his business that it has a reputation from employees in that industry oh, yeah. to want to work there, and they have no staffing problems. That's when you everybody you else is get
0: dying spiked. to get service dying. employees. Hundred
2: percent, man. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. That's great to hear. He really is a, a great uh-huh. guy, um, and I'm and I love his product, but he's just a really good guy. I'm happy to hear it's it. It's got to
0: be the cut-rate baloney that they get. Employee D-dub, says so. you
2: know. D-Dub says so. D-Dub says so. Let's see. What am I talking about, Doug? Oh, I'm talking about jet skiing. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. And you were wondering where you could get one? Well, yeah, I got an answer well, for can, you. Where Big where St. Charles Motorsports. Oh, that's right. That's where you're going to go for this Kawasaki deal. Uh, 2023 Kawasaki jet skis are now in clearance, starting at eighty nine ninety nine. and at Big St. Charles Motorsports. That's right. New 2023 Kawasaki STX 160s are now Only $89.99 down from an MSRP of $11,399. Don't miss out on a savings of $2,400. Class-leading acceleration and advanced electronics. Come see us at Big St. Charles Motorsports today in St. Charles, Missouri. 2023 clearance Kawasaki inventory is limited here at Big St. Charles. So, don't miss out. The price doesn't include manufacturer surcharge at $400 for cash purchase. Offer subject to change without notice. Some restrictions may apply. See salesperson for details. Big St. Charles Motorsports, located on I 70 at Cave Springs. That's Big St. Charles Motorsports.com. And Longo Biggs Injury Law, which is online at Longo Biggs.com. Com. Uh, in injury cases, there could be a lot of money on the line, and you shouldn't just trust your case with just anyone. When you're injured by someone else's negligence, justice is paid in dollars, and C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs will fight to get you every dollar you deserve. If you are injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family. And you're probably getting the runaround from an insurance company uh, because they don't want to take care of the situation. Do not fight this fight alone. C.D. Longo, Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm or Local. They're loyal listeners of TMA. And they grew up here. They live here. And they will be handling your case. They aren't just going to delegate this to somebody fresh out of law school. That is how. They work at Longo Biggs. They are online at longobiggs.com. It's Longo Biggs, injury law, Longo Biggs at longobigs.com. And remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on an advertisement. Uh, before we go to our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day, I would like to tell the people with Father's Day coming up in five days a perfect gift to give and a super easy gift to give. Is a sound story at mysoundstory.com. Doug, you have one today. Correct? I do. Yeah, 10:30. I had uh, one uh, yesterday, and I know John Hewlett uh, has. I think Randy Caracter has a couple. Tomorrow. Twin Bill for Randy Carricker.
5: Thursday, is that what it is? Oh, you have a concern. Thursday, perfect.
2: Uh yeah, that's right. Uh so it is uh mysoundstory.com. You don't have to schedule it, just present it to your father. Imagine always being able to listen to your dad's voice, his laugh, his stories, interacting with whomever, whether it be me, Doug, Randy Carricker, John, Hewlett, Learn, Riz. Uh, Jackson. Uh, It's all available for you at MySoundStory.com. You enter the promo code TMA, and now you got the gift certificate, and that is emailed to you, and you present it for Father's Day, and then your father can schedule the interview and come into the Hubbard Radio Studios or do it over Zoom. It is MySoundStory.com. The promo code is TMA, and that gets you 20% off Prices sto- start as low as 249 and with that 20% off, you are getting something that is priceless for $200, and you will always have it. We have done about 400 of these now since we started this in 2019, and we continue to expand it, and we continue to expand it because the people who get them love them, and they are so grateful that they know that no matter what, for the rest of their life, their children's lives, their children's lives, their children's lives, Uh, Their parents' story will always be saved on audio in their voice. Imagine that. Some people hold on to, like, voicemails, uh, Mm. you know, but now you have the story and the voice, and uh, and it's done in a professionally produced studio here at Hubbard Radio St. Louis. It's MySoundStory.com. Promo code is TMA to get 20% off a gift certificate for Father's Day. MySoundStory.com. Promo code T-M-A. Jackson and I have a Taylor Twelman joining us at 1030. Plus, we have the little piddles half and half. Jackson keeps poking the Jamie Rivers beehive. Why does I think he that? wants to go with him, so we'll see what he see what he goes after him with tonight. I don't know. You calling him You're going to drop the mittens?
0: I'd be willing to. Wow. Really? Yeah, I've been in zero fights in my life, but I figure former NHL enforcer is a good place to start. I think it would be, just to kind of, you know, right. get the, get a
2: baseline right. <laughs> as to what you can handle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design, air, heating, and cooling email. Day hey! Today's email is about fun facts. Most fan pinners don't know that my dad's first job was watering down the dust at the original Ted Drew's parking really? lot. So let me get this straight. The man that used to shoot poor old Mrs. Goose mutter in the neck with a BB gun is confused that a squirrel would be apprehensive around him. You see, squirrels have an excellent sense of smell that helps them locate food and also avoid evil. Now to their nests, or what I like to call drays. The tree cavity nest is often first created by a woodpecker, later claimed by a squirrel. Others are created by nature that can hollow out a tree. Leaf nests are at least 20 feet up in the air, constantly on the move, scurrying from bird feeder to bird feeder. They can have second and third nests at varying distances from their home. They use these in an emergency to hide from nearby predators, store food, and even a rest stop throughout the day. They use them as rest areas?
0: Rest areas. I guess even
2: a Squirrel needs a truck stop. And these little nests have glory holes in them? Or I, they don't, can... I don't know about that. Those don't exist. But this email's about Joe Torre. Whilst oh. he was managing the Braves in the 1982 League Championship Series, I noticed my buddy's girlfriend looked like Joe Torre. Oh, I called her Joe Tori, and the name stuck.
0: Like a thick beard, and there's
2: mustache, and there's sideburns. I ran into the boyfriend the other day. They ended up getting married, and apparently she hates me to this very day. Mm. Doug, that comes from The Upstanding Citizen.
0: Upstanding Citizen.
3: I wish Joe Torrey? We thought, we thought we had Joe Tori all day. I was a comedian.
2: Doug, he starred in multiple movies, including Poetic Justice with Tupac and Janet Jackson. Am I right Is on that, that right? I don't know the years, Tim. I know you were. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say '95 because it gets me '94, '96. Poetic Justice. Okay. And Tupac was a mailman. I don't know. I don't. '93, Tim. No, it's wrong. Remember that song again by Janet Jackson?
0: no, no I don't. They make love. Right there in the
2: movie. Music video. Okay. Dear Lowe's, Doug Vaughn, the huckiest heartthrob in the bi state region, recently purchased a barbecue grill from your Shishawali establishment. Mm-hmm. But you've treated Cam full time lead sports director like a I'm common not Nobody there anymore. He has politely given you and your brainless employees ample opportunity to assemble one measly grill. Three weeks is too damn long to keep our hero waiting in barbecue limbo. Even the elderly fountain enthusiast who randomly wanders in and out of the studio multiple times per day at St. Louis's most famous HD2 radio show isn't that lazy. Here are our demands. Assemble the grill. Throw in a case of Andrea's delicious new barbecue sauce. And issue a public apology in the next 24 hours. If you do not meet these demands, every member of the TMA fan page will come engage in group sex in your lawn and garden Mm. section while we blare Iggy's Treat Williams and Kathy Baker interviews over your loudspeaker. Unless you want 7,000 closeted diabetic stepdads to show up to your home equipment store butt naked and stage one of the most grotesque protests you've ever seen, you'll have this grill assembled immediately. Consider this your warning. That's in the JV Golf Coach.
3: JV Golf Coach. My Tree Williams interview is up on my uh, my Facebook page, if anybody wants to go listen to it. Okay.
0: Can you, can you be a closeted diabetic? I feel like it's like, you know, Well, some paradise. people would have it you wouldn't know. I guess. Depending on what type of diabetes you have. No, fair
2: enough. The Cardinals are off to their worst start through 67 games in my lifetime, and it's taken a toll on this presentation. Iggy Dug and Plowsy are firing off their anti analytic takes in the B fibs, like Big Old Fan are not happy in the text inbox. Oh, Big Old Fan has called in to hold us accountable. Nope, that's Mike Lee. Good thing we hung up on Larry Nichol and canceled the <laughs> WWE recap. What recovery. happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, forgot we, about Larry. Be with us
3: next
0: week.
3: Yeah, we'll double it up next week.
2: Levert ERA was six heading into last night's game, and that's a serious number. It's a completely defensible baseball move to not let him face the top of the order a third time through. The real issue is that the margin of the air is so thin because the lineup consistently fails to deliver clutch hits. Part of the problem is they continue to hit Contreras fifth despite the fact that he's slashing 134, 236, 295 since they announced their $87 million free agent signing wouldn't be catching anymore and then backtracked a week later but still carried a third catcher named Trace Pereira for four weeks for a total of nine defensive innings and two plate appearances. It goes back to Mo. Mo surrounds himself with the S men in the front office and their collective groupthink has resulted in these medium expensive dud free agent signings. Contreras, Fowler, Mats, Miller, Cecil, Leak, and Mo hires inexperienced managers who won't undermine his authority, but that's part of the problem. TLR undermined Mo in 2011 by forcing the Rasmus trade, trade, which resulted in a World Series title. We need better nerds. But enough about that. Let's get back to how Iggy convinced Tom Schmidt to wake up early and bring food into 1380 The Woman to host that refused to eat it and may have helped drive Tom's two previous straughts out of business. Fortunately, when Tom opened Salt and Smoke, it blew up on the strength of the marketing campaign that featured Larry Nichols saying, I need more cheers. And more beer. Doug, that's Buck Swope. Buck
0: Swope with a nice little email today.
2: Um, yeah. A fishing show? One of your 12 producers ran the board for an AM fishing show, and we're just now hearing about it. I think you guys kind of buried the lead there. Thanks. That's from who, me? No, I'm allergic to money. I like to pay it forward by giving away $500 tickets for a fraction of the cost while living in a Bridgeton terrarium with like-minded hobos and train hoppers. That is a long name. We'll call it who, me? There are train hoppers that
0: live in that apartment complex?
3: Well, it wasn't a $500 ticket. It was a $100 ticket. I could have probably got that much on StubHub, but I didn't. And uh, the fishing show was on Jock, which was an FM station. Oh, nice.
0: What about the nice hobos? <laughs> I
3: haven't seen a hobo since one was living in my shed a few years back. In Flip your
0: shed? <laughs> in your apartment shed? You had a hobo back there? Story for everything.
3: I got up one morning and I walked out there. The shed was open and there's a blanket in there with a candle. and.
2: You're kidding. Didn't you work at a radio station where a guy lived in the closet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was our boarder. Same guy? It was
3: he, our he lived
0: in the hallway there, didn't he?
3: <laughs> no, he lived in a he lived in a Doug, closet. we went to school for this. I was there, yeah. yeah he lived in a closet with a hot plate. Ha. In a cot.
0: You have your own shed at your apartment?
3: Uh, Yeah, most of them do. I had them take mine down so I had more room for my barbecue grill and everything.
0: <laughs> you have garden tools and everything? And some hobo decided that would make a fine place to live? <laughs> yeah, just
3: kind of, what the hell's going on in here? Just set up
0: shop. Huh, did you chase oh. him out of there?
3: I, he wasn't in there. Just his stuff was in there. Oh. A blanket, a candle. I think there might have been a little transistor radio in there. Huh.
0: I haven't seen any since. Though. So it is accurate is. to say there are hobos done. and train hoppers who live there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're train hoppers. There's no trains near me.
0: Mm, well, maybe they hopped and, and walked up to where you live.
3: Yeah, I'm going to vote for that guy anyway. I don't know what his name is. but uh, It was who, me?
0: Who, me?
2: Uh, who are you going with?
0: Uh, I did like Who Me, but I especially enjoyed the nature-themed email at the top that, that featured little Joe Torre from The Upstanding Citizen. I'll I, work for I, The
2: Upstanding I, Citizen. I'm going with Bucks today. Usually really? I'm riding your coattails in the Bucks Plowhawk Big
5: Moment for you here in your career. I'll go Bucks Swope. it, Lucas! I didn't really hear.
0: Oh, and you <laughs> I think cast good. a deciding vote.
5: <laughs> I think it's good. I know Buck. He does a good job. Buck Swope is one the designer heating and cooling
2: email of the day. Jackson and I are going to have to go deal with the situation, Doug. Uh, they will not be Feels happy. Like it. No, they shouldn't Jackson's going to want to talk about uh, the Joker. He's going to want to talk about uh, the Nuggets. Yeah. Joker. And uh, Jokic. Is that out? Oh, it's a basketball player. Gaga movie?
0: Bruh. Joker is Nikola
5: Jok- Jokic. The bra. Oh,
0: Nuggets guy who won the Bill Russell Trophy last night for, I guess, the most overrated player in the NBA Finals.
5: Ah! I won't say that
0: just yet. Sorry, (laughs) Flowsy. I thought of that as soon as they gave him the Bill Russell Trophy, the most overrated player in the history of the league. Hawks could have had him. Yeah, they sure could have. They preferred Ed McCauley and and Cliff Hagan, I think.
2: Uh, Walter Hagen, great ball striker. No, we're going to remove that trade <laughs> They're both an We will thing. relive it tomorrow. Yeah, two good players. Uh, Doug, you got a sound story coming up? I and do. Yeah. Jackson and I have a balloon party coming up. That's on 101 ESPN. Uh, time for us to shut it down for the Plow Hawk for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for River the Cam, for Douglas on I'm, Vaughan, I'm Tim This has been Ryan Kelly the Morning After from the Make Global Studios.